Hello everybody, welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Jake, what are we talking about today? We ain't got time. I we ain't got time for Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Hey, you know what guys, thank you so much for listening to this Rhyme episode. Rhyme out with a bad Ain't something about lying. Yeah. yeah. All, all you N-words cap right now. Yeah, you line. Or stay line. I don't know. Something like that. Shout some, out to, some derivation shout out to Playboy Cardi. Yeah, there was Listen, no time featuring Gunna. God, Jake, ask me if I believe in God. You believe in God? Well, Jake, f- great question. Uh, are Jay Electronica and Uzi both about to drop their albums? Maybe. Uh, right if they now. don't, then you'll know there's no God. <laughs> You're right. So right now it's a maybe. Either but, way, there's going to be a realization. Um, who was it? One of one of Jay Electronica's. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. He was on. He was on. Um, he was on that sneaker show we watch. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Somebody close to Jay Electronica said that there is an album and it's coming out in okay. March. I hope that's true. We'll see. I, I have no expectations. When when Playboy Cardi's name is mentioned, Lil Uzi Vert's name is mentioned, Jay Electronica. Yeah. Lil Wayne, even still to this day, like when I hear those, like all right, it drops when it drops. Then we, I think we all Wayne. I think has we talk, yeah, he's fixed. He's that. dropped enough now. We yeah. understand he can kind of do what he wants now. But yeah, we've talked about this several times. It, we'll get it when we get it. Did what do you think of the Uzi trailer for Eternal? It take I liked it. Does it make you hopeful, or does do you believe that an album's coming anymore? Now? Oh, I, I think Than so because he's. We did see. Um, he is ha- wanting fans to vote on the album art. Yeah. He had he tweeted or put an Instagram post saying that his album was dropping the same day as Rihanna's. And I don't know if that they're both affiliated with Rock Nation, so I don't know if that was just more of like a like a friendly nod to Rihanna. Like, obviously that'd be a mammoth day for Rock Nation. I don't think Rihanna wants to make music anymore. She's done enough. I don't. Yeah. I. I don't. I mean, I don't know Rihanna personally, obviously. Yeah. But it just kind of seems like. She's been so far removed. The last album she dropped was in 2016. Yeah. And she had the song, it was Work, with Drake was on there. Um, Anti yeah. was, the, was the album. Uh, it was a huge tour. I mean, it's, it's definitely a, a very noteworthy uh, piece of uh, art. But now with Rihanna, she has Fenty, so she does yeah, makeup and lingerie. And she's so, been that. She did that, the movie with. Amazon and uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah. So she was doing. She's been doing a lot since then. It's just not been music related. And and I don't. I wouldn't fault her if she doesn't drop an album. No. But I would fault Uzi. She yeah. She's an artist that I think will always be able to put out a quality album. She's kind of like a Kanye. Like regardless of how many things they're involved in outside of music. She's probably doing tracks here and there. I think she's one that when she focuses on music, it's gonna be good. Like other artists, like. For example, like if Trippy Red comes out and says he's gonna start doing something else, like I'm gonna start acting. Like in my my first impression, I'd be like, music is gonna lack. Did you hear that this. he's gonna do a rock album? I don't care. Do, uh, have you totally lost interest since Love Letter to You? For no, I just I, I he's one I have. No, he's kind of in that balance right now, like Big Sean for me. Like he, he just exists now. He, to yeah, you. I mean, there, he's you've done a lot that I appreciate, but right now you don't have my full interest. Yeah, unfortunately, I go back to his old projects. And I still get a good reaction out of them. Yeah. I will say the deluxe version of A Love Letter to You 4, the tracks that were added on, I do like. We're good. But all I was meaning in the comparison, like Rihanna is a, an artist that I think when she sits down to focus on music, it's going to be all music. Right, right. Regardless of how multifaceted she is, I think yeah. when she, she puts her mind to doing something, you're going to get 110%. Uh, Definitely. And another legend dropped some music. Drake, he so there yeah, was some. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, there were some pictures and some video release of Drake hanging out in Marcy Projects with Jay Z, or that's where <laughs> not with Jay Z. Yeah. That's where Jay Z is from, and um, he was wearing like a Jesus piece, very like classic New York. I think he had on like a jumpsuit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, not a jumpsuit. What a tracksuit. What I want to talk about is how good both the tracks are that he put out. With this little release, and he keeps calling these leaks. I, I don't yeah, know. If, I like it. Are they, they're not really. <laughs> no, no, no. Really leaks. He's like, leaking he's, them himself. Yeah. 
So Chicago Freestyle and um, When to Say When. And When to Say When was the first track. Or Chicago Freestyle was the first track. Excuse me. A lot of people blow past the 500. I put my pain on the charts for 500 weeks. Yeah. That's easy to blow past. That's t- that's ten years. That's a yeah, decade. It's this man has been on the charts. It's insane. Also, very hard line when I first heard it. Yes, I mean, I re- to us we get it, but like I think a lot of people, like I had to, I had to do the math. Like I showed Tabitha, like that's ten years. Yeah. Well, we talked about it on the podcast yeah. too. Um, they just they didn't include him on Travis Scott's uh, Savage or sa- not Savage Mode, Sickle Mode, like and um, it would have been five hundred like twenty four weeks. Yeah. So. I mean, this guy's just been doing music for so long. Did you see his house? Can yeah. we talk about that? Yeah. It, okay. For, he's been building this house for about five years now. It's, um, and this, this music video, obviously a project coming. And um, it also was kind of a house tour. He has like four Rolls Royces. He has if if MTV <laughs> Cribs ornament. Yeah, if MTV Cribs was still around, that oh would have to be God. like the 2-hour premiere because yeah. there's that much real estate to look at. Dude, it was like a party in every room. And of course, of course, very Drakeish thing to do, have purple lights in the rooms. Yeah. And you know he always keeps them on. Yeah. Even he's when he's a, not he's home, it's purple lights. Yeah. And then the wait wait wait, Michael Jackson Oh, Michael yeah. Jackson Palace. This is this is not for, but this is not for kids. I I think that's kind of backhanded. Did you see him nod to Eminem too? Yeah, referencing flipping Soldier. Yeah, he flipped it, but the, go back and listen to Soldier. Yeah, it's, it's not, he didn't really flip it, guys. He he kind of ripped it. He, oh, you I think mean, so? It, it's word for word. He has been known to do that too. Yeah. He he says that he same he flip he pays homage to a lot of classic artists and then just kind of steals from them. Okay. As, as hard as KMT is, it's a rip of, of an X song. Yeah, it's Drake, whatever. It's, I, I don't, I'm not mad at it anymore. But it's, it's easier to rip for him for 10 years. There's a lot of people who rip flows. Yeah. Speaking of one of the artists we're talking about today, yep. he he has been accused of ripping Young Thug's flow. Yeah, well. Little Baby. Yeah, we'll get there. A lot of people have. Yeah. Young Thug's a dad at this point of hip hop. Young Thug and Future have children. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Future has actually 46 kids, including his own. That was a bit of a low blow. I'm sorry, but <laughs> had to be said. Sensational. Sensational. Uh, talk about Megan The Stallion for a minute. Um, apparently, she announces the her album Sugar. Uh, she put a release date March sixth. I'm very excited. Um, what What I really wanted to talk about, not so much about the album or the EP, whatever LP, whatever they're gonna call it. I wanted to kind of use this as an opportunity. We talked about Schoolboy Q a couple of weeks ago when, when he talked about, I'm dropping another album this year, right. and I, I promise this time. And we talked about, like, you don't really choose when you drop. Your label chooses when you drop. Mm-hmm. I would like to see artists, and it's, it's, it seems like hip-hop especially is where you see label disputes so much. I think, like, a lot of times in other music genres, it's kind of closed doors. And mm-hmm. I think that's the best way when you're in a business probably to handle Well, can we... Can we talk about kind of the elephant in the room? It's the nature of hip hop and the people. The people are different. No, not not just. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say the people in hip hop generally don't have the right people around them. Yeah, true. Um, there's not really always paperwork. Historically, we can go back to the '90s and look at like look at Death Row Records, for example, where um, Suge. There are stories of him extorting people. Yeah. Um, historically, hip hop. And um, artists artists have been taken advantage of. A lot of artists in the 90s that were big names, sadly, don't really get paid except for shows that they do now. Yeah. Like, they're not making money off their music. And we have heard stories like this in rock music. Uh, Black Flag is another example of that. They're a punk rock group. Uh, Henry Rollins discusses them heavily. He's somebody I love, by the way. He, does, he has a podcast. He's done movies. Definitely check him out. But... It's just the fact that hip hop doesn't have right the right people around them, and then they get artists that are young, that yeah, are coming from poor backgrounds that don't have money for a lawyer necessarily. And she did. I, I saw. And they're putting their trust in people that they don't know. When I saw a live video of of she was like addressing this, and she said like I was twenty when I signed that deal. Yeah. And, and I get it. Like it's kind of the same. I don't want to use say cop out, but it's kind of one of the arguing points for like student loans, like with well, a student loan forgiveness. Yeah. Like I'll be honest, when I signed up for mine. I was 18 years old and I had no clue like what all that like yeah. no 18 year old was reading all that no no and if you're if your parents weren't <laughs> super involved you can really dig yourself a deep hole so I right. understand like 
that aspect. I just wish it wouldn't be so like, like if if it were me, I would go about handling my business differently, personally. Right. Well, you're saying just handle it closed doors. Yeah, yeah closed doors. Like, and I get hip hop, especially like everything we do in, in like the age group of hip hop, the average age of the like popular hip hop artists right yeah. now are is young. And right. we're so accustomed to doing everything online. And a lot of things can be fake. Yeah. And we have seen artists uh, like Uzi Vert also talk about how, uh, you know, he, he said like, fuck drama. Maybe not fuck drama, but he said something along those lines where they won't let me release an album. And then a couple months later, Love is Rage 2 drops. So yeah, it, it was. It, is it just free be, press? It can be promo. It's free press. The same way we see. But artists. I don't believe that Megan. By the way, I no, don't no, believe no. Megan The Stallion is in that case We're because just saying it's an she's genuinely coming off as frustrated. I think because of the deal she signed. Yeah, but this is just another one. Just like the I'm retiring. Like we see all these artists. Like right. Nicki Minaj just did it not not too recently ago. So she was retiring to have a family, and she did and. There's more music. And Good for her. I mean, Nicki Minaj. Like that's kind of what I mean. Like it's kind yeah. of it's cheap at this point. Nicki Minaj is like the Madonna of hip hop because I don't want to get the barbs angry, but she's her, her. She has been become a bit of a train wreck to watch, but she still like tries to come out with music. You know. Yeah. And she's gonna be around for a long time. So she's kind of our Madonna, and you we'll know, see. Drake's the pop king now. I like that hip-hop's maturing. Do you feel like... Don't you feel like artists now are solidifying themselves in hip-hop? Some of them. Like, I, there I are say some artists hip-hop is maturing. We're seeing yeah. some of, like, the the people that we grew up with solidifying Lil themselves. Wayne, Lil Wayne can drop whenever people support it. Jay-Z, Eminem. Yeah. Uh, there are just artists... Nicki Minaj, I would say, even. Drake, like... People that can just drop now and they're respected for their back catalog. Where we didn't really see that historically. Like, unfortunately, like artists like T-Pain, they're not getting that that sort of no. respect. No, um, Ying Yang Twins. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but there were some artists that were lost to time. Um, and I, I think it's good now it's that we're starting to get there's respect. There's levels for, yeah, to it sure. also. Um, yeah, maybe I'm being too general, but that's just what I see. Two more little pieces of news. Yeah. Um, Blueface's debut album. Apparently, so this is, it's on its third release date. Wouldn't be a cash money release if there wasn't pushed back two or three times. <laughs> but the name of the album is Find the Beat. Beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Outstanding work. When we were, like, like I don't know, if I, I say almost said pre-production, like, right. we're being produced. But before we started this, <laughs> before today, Jake yeah, before the, the episode, button. we were talking, I, I, like, was reading in, like, a corny accent. Like, I was like, I'm just going to clown Blueface. Like, we're yeah. going to talk about Blueface today. Yeah. And then when I read the, the name of the album, I was like, damn, I, I, you deserve it. We'll see if you find the beat. Do you have high hopes? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to listen, though. I'll tell you that. Uh. Blueface, baby. And last bit of news, 50 Cent plans to executive produce and finish Pop Smoke's album. I'm actually excited for this. If it's if it's going to be 50 Cent being hands-on, actually producing, or if it's just going to be some bullshit where he says that he produced it. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. If yeah. it's 50 Cent, like, really... And, and they are very sim- synonymous, Pop Smoke interpolated 50 Cent on Meet the Woo 2. Um, they had worked together previously. They're very much a similar lane of Sound artists from the same area. But yeah, both from New York. So I, I have ve- I have very high hopes for that. Me too. And that's what's scary because I'm like I know the potential. Yeah. But when there's always big potential, there's big potential for letdown also. I'm not I'm not going to say I have high hopes. I I said that on accident. It's um I'm I'm not saying like oh it has to be a classic or something. But I do hope it captures that grit and the feeling of a yeah. Pop Smoke album. And I, I hope that, because a lot of people, and it, this always happens, send the flowers while they can still smell them. Everybody mm-hmm. comes out when an artist dies and says, like, rest in peace. I'm not yeah. going to discredit somebody for saying that about anybody. No. But I'm hoping 50 Cent uses his connections to maybe get some of those people together or stick with the people that he was really around, like the Travis's and, and the people that he had already made music with right. and capitalize on the chemistry. How that close was, was he made. with Cactus Jack, I wonder? I don't think very. Right. I think they did the video, which obviously obviously spent a decent amount of time together to record it and make the, the video especially. Sure. Um, 
but Quavo said that they had multiple studio sessions together. So I'm curious to see if 50 Cent links up some of the like bigger budget artists that reached out or the people that actually were right. doing stuff with him. Yeah, I don't know if high hopes is the word. I, I, I'm optimistic that it can be a very good project. I just don't know how much he recorded. Yeah, it, well, the two were mixtapes, so if, if he was working on an album, maybe the cuts were the mixtapes. We'll see. Pop Smoke seems like somebody who could have been... His his music, like, I think he could make an album quick, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, maybe he had a lot of songs done, but also you have to take into account that this guy is new to fame, and maybe was, like, wanting to get on the road, maybe start touring... Like, how much of an album could he have recorded in that time? Because yeah. Meet the Woo 2 had kind of just come out. Yeah. It hasn't it was, been that long. It, it was, was two months. With, it was less than a month. Less it than was a less month. than a month. Yeah. Because we talked about his death after we reviewed... It was weeks it after. Was, yeah, yeah. Less than two weeks. Because so. our last episode before we talked about Pop Smoke was Meet the Woo 2. Right. So how so how much could he have been could have been done in that time? I don't yeah. know. Time will tell, I guess. Yeah. I've, I've, got, I've got hopes that it'll be good. Yeah. But let's talk about... Little baby. Do we have to? Look. Hey, let's just review Unlocked again. Okay. My favorite thing is Kenny Beats and, and <laughs> Denzel Curry have so much chemistry. No, this is an album. I don't want to say I have the same expectations as Blueface because, like I said a few minutes ago, there's it's... levels to this. Little baby is at a higher level than Blueface. But I had no expectations going into this. So. I guess the the fall wasn't that hard because let's so I let's say the down. name of the project. My maybe. turn, and he's around what Jake? A bunch of baby bunch of, goats. A bunch of baby goats. What is he saying? That I guess he well, in in also he is juxtaposed above the, the goats. The goats. There's a few up there with him, and he's sitting there rolling a blunt and you know a what, joint. You know what I think it is? He sticks out when he's amongst the goats, and he needs to go away. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Lil Baby's a feature artist. We've said it a lot. And we've said it about Gunna. I, I love Gunna, but there's not a Gunna album that I like. Go listen to Drip or Drown 2 and tell yeah. me you like all the songs on that. You can't. That's what I'm saying. And like, you can't say that about this one either. And here's, and here's the problem, too. We haven't heard an album from Migos since Culture 2 because it was similar to this one. They have a lot in common. Bloated messes of albums that are really repetitive and boring that have a few standout features, but nothing really worth coming back to. Yeah. This is a wasteland of an album. There is nothing here that you can tell me you genuinely think is individualistic or fun. And let me tell you something else. If I bought tickets to a little Baby concert, I would be insulted. <laughs> I've seen Gun Alive, and it... it at the time, I didn't know who he was, so I guess I was not as in tune, but... <laughs> I feel like it's the most insecure thing ever. Just this guy who's like 5'6", with 130 pounds, wearing like tight-ass Balenciaga, just going, I don't have the time to drop a drum. I don't look at me. I don't frown. I got grill inside my teeth. Yeah, that shit gold does not brown. If, if I saw that on stage, I would get up and promptly leave. Let's see. I'm going to look up Lil Baby Live. Oh, you're going to play it live? Yeah, we're going to oh, see. Oh, no. This is going to hurt. No, it, it may be good. Like You may be right. Like I can I just I can can't. fully see that. Just play like, if it's not like a Coachella or something with a high production value, just a typical show. Okay. Okay. This has this like 12,000 views. Okay. Let's see. This is, this is Whoa Live. I mean, let's be honest too. Rap shows don't have high yeah. production value. Okay, well, that was the end of Drip or uh, Drip Drip Hard, whatever the hell the song is called. <laughs> drip Harder. Drip yeah. Drown. He, he he's doing yeah. what every trap rapper has to do. And I guess I'm not. Does a, he have the song on with yeah. with the lyrics? Yeah, he's singing yeah. over his song. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's what I would expect. Yeah, because I'm not, I don't go to trap concerts except Travis, and it's right. different because there's a, Travis that's has not a high a, production quality. That's not a quality. trap concert, by the way. Yeah, I mean it is, but it isn't. 
you know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. The Trap production music. quality is yes. higher, and Travis, if you put these a lot two more side money. by side, he has a lot more money. The energy level is night and day difference between right. the two. Even Travis, you've seen the video of him like in front of those like sixty people. Yeah, he's the cool. one that he put up on his Instagram about a yeah. year ago. He was going just as crazy right. back then. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're you're right. He believes what he's saying. Little baby just sounds like somebody was. It's he sounds like someone who was given a rap career who didn't want it. Like this, the whole time, little baby sounds like he's in pain on the album. Haven't haven't here for thirty years. I just want to get the fuck up out the booth. Like it sounds like somebody's just like digging into this rib cage and fucking saying, like, rap. "Fucking rap, fucking do it." Like future's just like in there. Remember with at him? the beginning of Doris when Vince is like, "Don't nobody care <laughs> how loud he feels." That's what they're doing to the little baby. We want raps, bars, 16 I, yeah, of them. Speaking of bars, I don't know how many minutes we've been going, but not too long ago did you not say, I'm not, I'm not going to trash these yeah. guys. I have to put like hot takes <laughs> at the beginning of this episode. But it, it is true. Like, And to me, like I don't want to trash him. Because I could have been way worse. It's just it's very formulaic. And it's on par with every, like, every, like It's background noise to me. I would say, though, this one doesn't have like a standout song, though. No, and really At the all. one that I I told you I would go back to the most whoa. is the single. Yeah, whoa. And and that's still not better than Drip Harder. No. Or Drip Too Hard. Drip Too Hard. Drip Too Hard is so... is it's a, I mean, listen, it's not the best trap song I've ever nah, heard, but it's really good. It's really good. It's really it's good. It's really good. There's a lot of chemistry, and, and that's not just because of Gunna. Like, I do think Lil Baby did good on that song, but there's just nothing to compare that to on here. And like I said... He, he sounds like he's being held hostage in the booth. Yeah, it's there's not, not a lot of energy. Not nothing. It doesn't sound like he cares. It, it, it Like, Lil Baby's not going to be around for two you or three what? years if he continues down this road. You know what I think you know would help I mean? him? Because, what? and I, I'm going to use you to prove my point. Okay. When we talked about doing this episode, you sent me his freestyle. And he kills that yeah. freestyle. Right. I think if he would ease up a little bit on the auto-tune, you'd maybe hear a little bit more of like his natural inflection right. rather than it just being all washed out in auto-tune. Because there are, there are moments where I thought like, oh, he sounds kind of hard here. And you're right. It was when the, the auto-tune kind of eased up. Yeah, because it, on that freestyle, yeah, the whole thing is hard and there's no auto-tune because it's a freestyle. It makes him sound shrill. Like his voice with that filter on it, it just sounds really shrill. And like a whole album over an hour of music of that, it's grading, dude. Like, yeah. and I know, I know, little baby is not putting this out thinking, oh, somebody's gonna listen to this front to back. I mean, I think he's realistic, but there's not really even anything I want to pull out of here. Let me see if anything did make my list. I liked whoa, that one made my list, um, and the one with Young Thug. We should and catch the sun. You brought that one out to I me. I did the like clean that one. one. I did like that one. I do think that. Um, I could see like them like driving down the highway playing that. And do you, do you have anything else to say about it? I mean, I, I yeah, I don't want to beat up on it. It's generic. If you like Atlanta trap music, you'll like it. Right. If, I, I like. If I'm um, comparing it to any more Atlanta trap music this year, the True album is hands down better than this. Yeah. If if I, if I had to pick the two, if I had to say, okay, you have this sound, pick somebody. It, it's I'm gonna. To be fair, there's more people on that one too, True. so it's gonna be less monotonous in general. Yeah. Um, I did like Live Off My Closet with Future. I thought that was okay. I mean, that, that, maybe that kind one of just like hit harder with they, they have chemistry. Like, you know, anytime yeah. Future gets with an Atlanta artist, there's going to be gonna be production. And I realize I put Out West on my 2020 playlist, but fuck you, I'm allowed to do yeah. that. So what are you going <laughs> to give it? I'm not rating it. <laughs> I'm going to do what I, what I do every time when I think an album's not for me. It's a five. Like, it, I, I can't get anything out of it. I think a five is high. Okay, then it's a three. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna go back to this at all. I'm in that neighborhood. Like, whoa, I, whoa didn't really make my list, mm-hmm. it, but that's that's the best song to be on this. If I, if I hear it on, I'm not gonna skip it, right. but I'm not going to seek this album out. And maybe if you're at a party, you could play this, and everybody would be okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like you said, like wallpaper noise. Yeah. Just wallpaper, just background music. Yeah, I mean, if I heard it on, like, at a, if I was at a club somewhere or out at, like, a, a venue where hip-hop is... I'm not going to go, hey, hey, DJ, can you change this? Yeah, like, it's not offensively bad. It's right. just, like you said, monotonous, generic, formulaic. Made me want to cry a little bit, honestly. It no. got frustrating towards the end for me. It was, it was definitely an unpleasant experience. 
I wouldn't say it was unpleasant. I got even listening. It was too long. It was too long. I can't do it. Like I when can't. I listened to it th- through the first time, like I wasn't like, damn, I need to skip this. No. But like when it came back to going back and listening to it, like so I could talk educatedly about it, I was like, damn, I don't want to listen to this again. You know who, who dropped an album that's similar in length, but I would say is a little bit more interesting to listen to is Young Nudie. He put out his album called Anyways, and um, I think it hits a little bit harder. It's definitely still he has a bit a too long. He has a different kind of voice, too. He's, it's yeah. higher pitched. Right. It's not as like the little babies, the the gunners. It's just such a saturated sound right now where I think Young Nudie kind of separates himself by having that higher pitched voice. Um, but I, I just... You guys heard my slur. It's not for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's not for me. If I if I want to listen to Atlanta trap music, this isn't it for me. No, no, no. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of sneaker news. Yep. And young boy never broke again. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode. this you sent it to me and after i i had already heard it when yeah. i saw it came out i was like i'm not even sending it to him like he's already seen it this <laughs> man is like the uzi connoisseur but when i heard it it was like you know like on like you, you do because you work outside mm-hmm. um like on a hot day like when you get like some cold water like, you know you get that headache because you've been out <laughs> it's fresh it's dude refreshing. that's what this felt like when yeah. i heard it the first time very refreshing that was that way Lil uzi vert the new single from Eternal take. It's allegedly. allegedly. It's interesting. I like the the thing I love about Uzi and his music is he's he's just he leans into his gimmick. And another artist who did that as well is Juice World. Um, and even so, Drake. About, yeah, kind of like the, Drake more so on the too. meme side. Like oh, right. he's always in his feelings. Well, and the, he kind of plays that up, and he still does it. I mean, the 500, 500 weeks. I yeah. filled the charts with my pain. I mean, that's definitely a very Drakeish line to say. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And artists that lean into it, Young Thug too, for a while. I think he's backed off of that a little bit. Um, yeah, he's backed off the antics. I think he right. still leans into that like kind of wild persona and wild delivery that he's okay. always had. But that's what makes him so special. And I think that's what makes this song special for Uzi. Uh, he's I true do, original. Like, I, you, yeah. can, you can tell that. By, he's like by the music. prince of the new age rappers, you know, where... He has a lot of mystique around him. He doesn't post a lot. Um, you don't well, really hear from Prince him. Prince never posted, bro. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean, though. He he keeps it yeah. an era like an enigma around him. Yeah. Uh, and that's hard to do in the internet age. Another person who does that really well is Young Thug, and I know they they've worked a lot together. And some, I mean, one of their songs on it's one of the earlier mixtapes. No, I'm not Jordan, but I am the goat. I, oh, Big Racks. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got these Big Racks right on me. The The music video got deleted off YouTube because they were robbing a bank. And um, I guess it was too realistic or something. I don't know. But it got taken off YouTube. Uh, but they have a lot of chemistry. So I, it made me excited for Eternal Attack. Yeah, we'll see. It's allegedly coming. Yeah. So some sneaker news. Anything coming up you, that you saw that yeah, you're excited I mean, about? Obviously, I wanted to try and get the the my, Nike Sakai. My Pine Greens waffles. came in today, and congrats to you. Before uh, before I tell my story, all respect to the people who have lost their lives in Nashville from oh, the, yeah. the tornadoes. Um, but those shoes had to come through that. They came out wow. of Nashville, and we were standing there yesterday. We had the news on at work, and we were seeing like at that time, like I think they said like 19 people had died, and and I hadn't really thought about it all three of us at work got those shoes and they all came in today. But while we were standing there, one of the guys that got them came up and he was like, he's like, Oh man. He said, our shoes are coming out of Nashville. And then Zach was like, well, someone said it. So we checked. Well, last night it was like 1130. Mm -hmm. I checked 
the tracking number, and it just said le- left the facility in Nashville. No yeah. update. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, no, they ain't coming. But this morning I had the email. But I got the Pine Greens hit on sneakers. They didn't sell out super fast. I think they sold out by like 10, 10 There's 15. There's one it size was, left, one of the bigger sizes. It was like 10.03, and, and Tabitha was like, did you get on to get those shoes? And I was like, I'm not going to now. They're going to be gone. We got on and they there. Yeah. So. I just so, don't have any green shoes. And if, if it's a classic, like, OG Jordan 1, you I'm going to have, you have a, a soft that's, spot for Jordan 1s. And obviously. that's an OG colorway. Like, I have a lot of the unique yeah. ones, like the Chicago to Paris. Like, some of you are, like, non, like, sneakerhead mm-hmm. shoes. But yeah. I want some more, like, OG. Shout out to Wade. I saw these last year, so that's kind of why I was like, eh, yeah, he, I'm not the, that the white, the white yeah, greens, yeah. the white variant. Um, so you said you're gonna try for this the waffles. I think I'm gonna try I do for like those the waffles. Um, the main one I really would love, and I don't know why I'm so in love with the shoe. I think it's because of the 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 Pippin shoes that I got, the Scotty Pippin the Airs. Yeah, they're also UNC colorway, but the UNC Jordan Three, it's a beautiful shoe, a beautifully made shoe. I just want it so bad. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to try for the Sakai's, and if I don't get them, I'll try for the, the UNC's. I don't wear the threes that I have now a lot, so I don't know that I would wear them. I would wear them at work. Like, I have to wear yeah, pants, so I'm like, these are perfect. It's a good, like, I, I know now in the era we're in, you can wear, like, anything, like, any sneakers. Yeah. But that's, a, that's like, a, you can, could if you, there's a you word, dress, dress sneaker. You can dress it up. Yeah. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. Like, I, I would definitely wear that shoe. Yeah. But I like the Sakai's a lot. I, I'd go for either color, really. I like the black, even though I don't like all black shoes. There's enough texture on that shoe that... I'd they might sell out. I no, they're going to sell out. I think they'll sell out. Quick. I don't know how quick. They'll sell out very quick. Yeah. What about this? Are those sixes that I see? One of those? Yeah, out? so on the thir- March 30th, some black and black and gold sixes. <sighs> and then the Dior. Is yeah, that the Dior? April for $2,000. <laughs> hey, guys, good luck. Yeah, Good luck. I'm no, sure you're gonna be trying. No sneaker, no sneaker head is. It's that's gonna be all high fashion people. Yeah. No, that's all resellers. Man, it's gonna be well, make six grand. No, they're they're. It's gonna be very limited in like in high fashion stores. Like I, I don't think they're doing a wide internet release uh, for this. Dio, like, Dio, Dio, Dio. Kind of the way that Travis put the funk. SBs out. Because you know those were skate shop only, except for his website. How many times did you refresh your email that night? Oh, I got the email. I, I was 15 minutes late. Son of a bitch, how do you always end up trust? I'm not going to tell you what I was doing, but I was doing something. Oh, and, I know. Yeah, when I was finished. You really got the email for him? Bro, I'll show you the email. I need to see it. Yeah. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, Jake hits again. And then, well. <laughs> so, it says right here. Let it was see. a no reply email from cactusjack.com. Slow down, oh, give it a second. It's beautiful. I just I need to see the email, guys. That you know it's going for eighteen hundred right now. Yeah. You could have made a cool two G's. Yeah. Two on on hundred and twenty dollars. Cactus Jack SB's click on collection now available. I, I don't know why. Oh, just a little go there. It's okay. That's still crazy. Yeah, I I was. I wasn't really too upset. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's if it didn't have Travis's name on it, I wouldn't have given it a second look. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like the pink. I like the more I see it, the more I like it. I just don't know if I can pull it off, but I love the shoe. I like that the SBs are coming back, but I would like for me. I'd want more of an OG SB. Those royal blues coming out and the orange. That's a dunk. There's a difference in a dunk and an SB. Like there's dunk SBs and then there's dunks. But dunks are just as cool too. But I'd rather have an OG colorway. If that didn't have Travis associated with it, I wouldn't have given it a second look. I thought it was a really cool shoe. I just think it's it looks like a piece of art to me. I don't know why. I love it. So before we get into our fits today, we went to the Adidas factory store. Did we talk about this last episode? No. Oh, okay. We've okay. been away for it two weeks. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, we went to the Adidas employee store, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Definitely, it's hit cool. and miss there. Yeah, everyone's. because I've went and got like I got those four Ds and on that Jake, first like, trip. Literally, the way I Jake talked, the way Jake spoke about it, guys, he made it kind of seem like like he was like. Dude, like, there might be some, like, I, I wasn't going to say there was going to be Yeezys there, but there was going to be, like, a lot of fire. Yeah. And then I went in there. And the last was time like, was. What the fuck? There's nothing. Like, the only thing was the 4Ds, and they didn't have my size. Yeah. And I was honestly so pissed by that point. I was like, and then I went to the Reebok store, and I bought these Zig Zig Connecticas. And, and I'm going to be honest, they're not a great-looking shoe, but it's very comfortable. It's Bok a good. Boys. It's a good, yeah, Bok Boys. 
I, I think it's grown on me a little bit, but it reminds me of a Nike Air Max 720 without yeah. the triangle. Yeah, and then no air bubble. Yeah, it, it looks a lot like it took from that shoe. It's very good on, I've been using that on the treadmill, kind of in the gym. So I'm using it as a workout shoe. I like it. Okay. Like no, it. but the, to speak to the, the employee store, everybody that I've gone or known that has gone twice has said it, it's like hit and miss. Yeah. Like the first trip I went in, I was wearing my statics and the guy was like, hey man, he's like, I've got some human races in the back. Do you want to take a look at them? And he said, he brought them up. He just, he's like, they just hadn't made it to the shelves yet. I left that trip with the four D's with the human races, mm-hmm. with a pair of like 80 continentals and two pairs of shoes from, for my family for Christmas. Damn. And then last, I, what I got at the Adidas store this past time, I got a pair of red Oswegos and the new NMDs, which I do want to talk about that. The new NMDs, the, I'll have to show you after we're done. Mm-hmm. The biggest complaint, you've said it multiple times in the podcast, other people that I know that like that shoe have said it, your heel slides around like there's no support in that Not shoe. at all. Now the, the two little moldings that they put on the bottom of the boost mm-hmm. come up the side of the shoe, and they're a hard plastic. They're not soft, and your heel does not slide around. That's awesome. Way com- more comfortable than the other two pairs of NMDs. That's, that's definitely good to hear. Yeah, even – and I'll, I bought – another reason why I probably would have liked my shoes more is had I gone a half size down because uh, my shoe – my foot just moves around so yeah. much in these. Like – I mean, and that's kind of the thing, like these prime knit materials, like yeah. they kind of stretch out. Like when you put them on the first time you try them on in store, it, you don't really know. Like before you'd be like, oh, it's a Nike. I wear like half size. Well, always I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it's I different always wear a 13, shoe. but now I'm like, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I don't it's, know what it's different in every wear. shoe. Like I've got the same size Jordan ones over there and every single one fit different. It's just everything is all different. Last shoe I want to talk about the, the Nike, um, what are the ones, the auto-lacing shoes? They're going to be 400 oh, the, Yeah, the Adapts. I want a pair They're so They're pretty bad. cool. They were on sneakers, and I thought about getting them. They were the Adapt Lows, uh-huh. and they were 350 And at the time, I had some extra money, and I was yeah. like, damn, how fucking fire would that be in, like, 15 years to pull out a pair of shoes that, like, have a charger? Which yeah. that may be, like, the, everybody may have charging right. shoes, Bluetooth shoes. I think Who it'll knows? be very, it'll look primitive. Like, it'll be like pulling out, like, an 80s Mac. Yeah, and Mac. they look like the the ones that I saw the the adapts were like it was just like looked like a low air mag. Yeah, and they, I kind of liked it for that, but at the end of the day, the it's about the tech. the accountant in, in me said, "Bro, three fifty is too much for a <laughs> yeah. pair of shoes." Says the guy who's bought <laughs> Yeezy seven hundreds. Uh, I, I mean, I have been in those deep waters before. Unfortunately, too many times for my wallet's liking. So. Part of me really wants that shoe just for the tech of it, but I'd kind of have to, <clears throat> I'd really have to just, I'd like, kind of do a lot of, like, they did logical res- jumps. They all have resold. I think they've put out, like, three versions of that shoe, mm-hmm. like the self-lacing yeah, shoe, and they've all resold for substantially more. So it, it is an investment, but I don't resell shoes. I like to wear what I buy, and I knew I would have worn them in 350s just too much. If I buy those, they would have to resell for, like, at least I'd have to make two hundred on them, and I don't know if you can make that off that. No, see, and that's how I am. That's kind of why I don't resell. Like, I don't have the motivation to be like flipping like five or six pairs of shoes right. a week. Yeah, to, like, I don't have that kind profit. of. I don't have that kind of. Cash. And I don't have the seed money to go buy like the hot ticket items yeah. to like build that two hundred dollar. Uh, you do have a good startup, uh, my friend. You really fucking. That's one do. sale. It makes me so mad. That's he one has sale. A, you have a good startup. That's one sale. Do you want to run through your what you're wearing? Rocking no, Athleisure 2020. Nothing. Athleisure 2020. Okay. You've got on your beautiful PlayStation shirt, and you. What are these? Are those Chicago to Paris ones? Chicago to Paris. I wear these to work. Are you gonna sand down the check so we can see the pink? Eventually, Zach has these same pairs. Guy that sits behind me, and he bought his at Varsity Goods downtown, and they had already been distressed. Yeah. And they do look pretty crazy. Like they, mm-hmm. they look awesome. The only thing I don't like, I don't think I'm going to do the check because the check is a hot pink. Yeah. I'm going to do the gray because the gray t- t- turns into this like salmon color and I'll mm. wear that more than okay. I is We're not listening to LMFAO anymore. Not going to see me out wearing Party my, rock! Yeah, wearing hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to happen. God, that would be great. Miami Vice looking ass. <laughs> you have to be on cocaine if you're, if you're wearing that shoe. The hot oh, pink most checks. definitely. There's probably... Cocaine industry. Boy shorts, boy shorts, cocaine, and hot pink check marks. Yeah. Party rock. <laughs> still flexing, still stepping. Young boy never broke again. Beautiful. So, 
What did you think about this one? When I saw that this came out, I was like, Jesus, the man just put out AI Youngboy 2 at the end of 2019, right. and that album was 55 minutes, very bloated. I was like, oh, God, these are going to be cut tracks. This is not going to be a good listen. Right. I put this on. I'm going to set up a scene for you. It's 6 in the morning, and I'm driving to work outside. Okay. The moment I put this on, I felt like not only had my Americano hit my stomach nice, but like I just had a lot of energy from, from I think almost from start to finish. I don't really think this, this uh, album drags. It's 14 minutes. It's, it's only 38 minutes long. And Youngboy has what Lil Baby does, does not, which is he believes in what he's saying. Yeah. NBA Youngboy is an artist who gets, dude, he gets 2 million views on a YouTube video, on a music video of his, the day it drops. So clearly, he sort of has a cult like Yeah, he has, he has a cult following. Yeah. And I respect artists who have that. And when I heard this project, it was really the first time that I felt like I was like, oh, I get the appeal of him. It, kind of. He's kind of like Lil Baby to me. Like, this, it's so saturated, like the sound, and he is he's a little more unique, but he's kind of in that same like melly lane a little bit. And he really I, lives that life. And though. he was, let's put some credit where it's due. Young boy was popping before Melly was popping. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, but like there's artists that sound the same, like Kim, Melly, Polo G. Um, Polo G is like it's just that that yeah. kind of sound. I'm not yeah. saying like any of them are better than whoever. That's a separate. It's discussion. melodic thug rap. Like yeah, and yeah, it's just not what I prefer in hip hop. Yeah. And I think part of the reason that it's harder for me to get into him is he's pretty exclusive with who he works with. He doesn't do a lot of features. He doesn't put a lot of features on his albums. Traditionally, like you go to any young boy project and it's like that. I like the Quando Rondo feature. He's all right to me. He he kind of killed that track. I liked it. What, it didn't like make me go, I'm going to go listen to Quando Rondo. No, no, now. no. He's always on, I th- I've only heard of him on NBA young boys projects. I, th- his album would have a little more appeal to me if it had some other people on it. Could, yeah. Because I'm I'm just not a young boy fan. Well, you know, he, and he does. He's a he's a uh, he's a good feature to have. I would say, like you know, this is and he's a perfect example of somebody who's thriving in this era of streaming without creating controversy. Like obviously, you said drops a music video gets two million views the same day. Yeah, he's doing it off of the trade, off of rap. Mm-hmm. I don't want to throw six nine under the bus. He's not doing it. Or it's we don't know. Six nine was gimmicks. Yeah, it's gimmicks. He's not doing it off of drug money that we know of. There's no other illicit ways of how he's a business himself. Young boy's doing it off of being who he is, and that's why I respect him for who he is. The yeah. album is not for me. Right. His music's not really for me, but I respect what he's doing. I think he reminds me of a Boosie. They're both from Louisiana, and the another thing about what I'm like about hip hop now, what we're starting to see is artists. What happened is Atlanta has, I don't want to say Atlanta's dropped the ball. It's just, it happens. They had a good run. Let's be honest. Atlanta has been running hip-hop sound. I mean, really, we could say, I mean, you had Outkast. You had the Gucci era. Then we got Waka Flocka around well, it's that just time. so diverse. Yeah, but, dude, they've been running hip-hop for the last 20 years. And now, finally, we're seeing artists... And you could even say, I mean, Lil Wayne was popping off too, but he was riding off the Atlanta wave. And Rick Ross too. Like, everybody was in Atlanta. Well, even Lil though Wayne they were was, from, Lil Wayne was Louisiana. He started yeah, with Hot, Hot Boys are Louisiana. Birdman's from Louisiana. Keys so it's been Hot a minute, Boys. though, since we've seen somebody from Louisiana pop yeah. off than, like, Lil because Wayne and can, Lil Boosie. You can make your, your same argument for Chicago. You can make the same argument for New York. But you can't make it for Louisiana. Yeah. I think that's what's so great about him is he's kind of, like, saying, like, hey, we've we've been doing this for a while yeah. at a high level. And we're, we're starting to see also Memphis is kind of starting to bubble up again right now. Yeah. And I'm really excited about just uh, – People are creating their scenes again. They're not like all going to the trap sound. They're they're embracing their organic sound, and I do think while a lot of NBA YoungBoy on this project is definitely some typical trap elements, there's a lot of Louisiana in here, and I appreciate those elements yeah, a lot. Let's be honest. We 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 just spoke so highly about Lil Uzi Vert and how yeah. original he is. Like 
you don't want like obviously you have to kind of limit like okay who am i going to allow influence me and who am i going to allow that to show like obviously if he came out and every song sounds like boosie you're gonna be like this dude's just right. riding the boosie wave and he's gonna say he's putting on you can see there's a young boy identity mm-hmm. yeah could he be as like i don't want to say flamboyant but i don't think there's you couldn't be as true like as true to himself as like a low uzi do you see what I'm saying by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't really be like uh, this crazy artist. Like he doesn't sort. have his yeah. own sound, but he has right. his own sound. With he represents. I think he represents a life that you and I don't live. That obviously, but it's it's definitely it's an authentic sound. And again, authenticity has kind of been lost in a lot of hip hop in the last couple of years. But you can definitely tell certain artists exude that, and that's why I can't talk shit about those kind of artists. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And like a good comparison is how diverse Atlanta is and, and kind of to that to speak to that sound like you have mm-hmm. like if, if I play you an Earth Gang beat or an Earth Gang you're like oh damn that's, that's Atlanta sound but then you mm-hmm. can listen to like a Migos track from the same year and it sounds so different but you both key in like that's Atlanta right. like that's what I'm saying about Youngboy like you can hear all the people that influenced him but he does have his own own sound that differentiates him from the, the Polo G's yeah. from the Melly's it's just that that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to rate this album? I'm going to give it a six because it, it's saying. not for me, but there was stuff on here that I liked. I did like the Quando Ronda one. I liked Knocked Off. Uh, I like the first road. track a lot. Um, honestly, the first like four I can play straight through. And um, here's the difference. Yeah. If Lil Baby would have cut it to 38 minutes, it's more it would have been as grading because you're like, okay, because like, we didn't say anything terrible about either of these albums. Mm. But when you give us so much of mediocre, like it, it's not really insulting, but on like a slow, like a low level, like, like okay, damn, dude, like, all right. You're just beating me over the head with the same thing for an yeah. hour. And and also, you know, you know, like, I hate to always bring this up, but Culture 1 and Culture 2. Culture 1, the I mean, obviously the hooks are a lot better. There's a lot of reasons why Culture 1's better, but it's a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Culture 2 was like them just being like, Let's take everything we did right and do it wrong and come out with that album. Yeah. And that's kind of the difference between these two. Like, little little Baby just, should, like I said, trim the fat. But he's on QC, and I think they put out these bloated trap albums and just hope that they get picked up on Spotify's, like, Rap yeah. Caviar playlist. Yeah, because yeah, people are going to just pull what they it's, want it's from It's all it. just like a streaming scheme. Like, QC, honestly, they're, they're these new age labels, a lot of them just give a fuck about streaming numbers. And their artists are built in that sort of time frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you said it best in comparing the two of them is Young Boy believes in what he's saying, mm-hmm. whereas Lil Baby, I think, is... He's being stabbed with a fork in the booth and told to rap. Yeah. Rap! <laughs> I, the, the meme, you seen the meme with the, the stick figure poking the, the dead thing with the stick, and it's like, he says, do something. <laughs> do something. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's a six because there. I gave preemptively. I gave Lil Baby a five. Yeah. That's because I wouldn't go back to it. Right. I would go back to Young Boy before I go back to Baby. Definitely. So Definitely. that edged it out. But it, am I gonna go back to it at all no. this year? No. no absolutely I'm, not. I'm keep it real with you. So what you been listening to lately? Uh, Denzel Curry's unlocked. Um, Denzel Curry's unlocked. Denzel Curry's unlocked. Uh, Kenny Beats is unlocked. Um, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats is unlocked, and um, let me see, uh, rapper Denzel Curry produced by Kenny Beats uh, album unlocked. Okay, I haven't heard of that. <laughs> that must be like the deluxe. Oh. I need the vinyl of that one. I, that's gonna be. I haven't bought a vinyl since, uh, dude. Maybe since uh, maybe since Love Is Rage two. Like I haven't bought a vinyl in a while, man. Um, no, I have been listening to that one. I, I've been listening to, uh, a lot of King Cruel, uh, Tyler, the creator's best interest, beautiful song. If you haven't listened to that one, check it out. Uh, Wolf, Tyler, the creator. Yes. That, Cherry that's bomb. one that stays in the car. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about that before. Cherry Bomb, Tyler, the creator. Um, let me see what else. I've been listening to a couple things. Bandana, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. I, when I heard, uh. I don't know when I heard Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats is unlocked. Yeah, you should check that one out. Um, if I haven't plugged that one, uh, but when I heard that one, it made me want to go back to Madlib, 
And Mad Lib was announced by Complex to be one of the greatest artists of all time, something like that. Greatest producers of all time. Yeah. Which I think is, he's up there, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we've talked, that's such a hard discussion. Yeah. Like, and that's the same way with the rappers. Like, you can never say like even definitively, like, yeah, there's no way to put them in order and be objective and fair. People, that's why we stopped think, seeing the MTV list yeah. because Kanye kept flipping out about it. And no, but people understand because you and I we're we've been listening to hip hop all our lives. Your your list, like, it's so corny now. I mean, we've done it before to put out a list, but nowadays, like, it's not really a conversation anymore. There's so much content. Yeah. It's, it, it's just about what's coming out at the time, and you gotta enjoy it that way. Enjoy it as it comes. Yeah, and yeah. What have you been listening to? So. I went, um, Ozzy Osbourne dropped an album this year. I listened to it. Ordinary Man. It is awesome. To be 71 years old, and I I get it, like, this is studio quality, so obviously his voice has been touched. There's no, I'm not, not being duped. (laughs) I know, I I know how it works. It sounds very good. It sounds extremely good for a 71-year-old man with Parkinson's who has lived a very hard life, self-inflicted hard life. To be doing music, it's still at such a high level. I'm super stoked to see Post Malone on that album. They gave him um, Take What You Want. So Travis and Ozzy, I mean, Travis and Post Malone got on this album. Do Travis and do Travis and Ozzy have a song? No, it's the same. It's a Take What You Want From Me. The no, I know. But I mean, like, do you think, like, that, all that three of them got together? Yeah, I'm just would, saying. That would be incredible. Because that, that song was like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I mean, honestly, take what you want from me. I mean, that really is a special song. But I'm really pl- proud of Post Malone, really both of them, because now they can like look back and see, like, damn, that is a legend of a whole other genre that yeah. I have been a part of. But Ozzy Osbourne gave Post Malone another feature on the song before Take What You Want. It is called It's a Raid. It's and Post crazy. Malone does like Ozzy's flow, if you will, for rock. Incredible. Um, but to, if you want to talk about the best song, he did a song with Elton John called Ordinary Man. Unbelievable. Shout out to Elton John. Yeah. It, this made me appreciate metal more, This, especially his time period of metal. Um, I got to give him more listens. For and sure. If you, he went, he actually went back and interpolated some of his own old music, which was crazy. Uh, very true to Ozzy Osbourne. If you like Ozzy, it's Ozzy album. Um, it's awesome. So I've been listening to that. Um, I went back. Did you realize how much of the Alfred Hitchcock album? Was Sam Eminem Bull used? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So I didn't realize that that was an actual album. So I went back and listened to more. It, that's actually a pretty good piece of work from his music Alfred and Scott. his movies. Definitely yeah. added to the tension of the scenes, especially when you didn't oh, have yeah. all the effects that you do now. Tabitha and I were talking about that because I said if there were, because she's like, "Damn, this music kind of has me on edge." And I said, "Right." I said, "But it's not scary, right?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "No, I'm just on edge." I said, "It's the same way with new horror music." It's not really music, but it's the production quality is still so crazy. Now they're just using technology, and if you heard it separate, you'd be like, these are just like weird synths. But without Alfred Hitchcock really saying, okay, you need to use audio and music to emphasize what you're doing on screen to make it feel more real, I don't think we would have the effects we have in horror music, movies now. Which I know you're not a big horror fan in general. I appreciate the ones like The Witch, Babadook. Um, Did you watch Hereditary? That's an yeah, I saw film. I saw Hereditary. Uh, I like those sort of where they're horror movies, but there's a lot more to them. Like Babadook is so crazy because it turns out to sort of be the grief that yeah. the mother's feeling for her husband dying, and that's sort of the monster they're feeding in the in the. Uh, it's easy in the basement. It's easy to put a bad taste in somebody's mouth with horror movies. Yeah, but even and the witch too. Like for me, the witch, dude. I watched that one alone. In my house with all the lights off. It's not it's not like a scary movie, but it's it's just so beautifully shot and it reminds me the Crucible was one of my favorite yeah. things reading growing up. I really like the Salem Witch Trial uh, time period. So the fact that it was also a period piece made me really enjoy it a lot. But yeah, I'm not I'm not big into like the ring, uh the grudge, like those kind of movies. Yeah, something like the the more gimmicky movies. Yeah. I'm good on that. Um, but other than that, um, b- between Ozzy and Albert Hitchcock, outside of hip hop, I've been li- or inside of hip hop, I've still been listening to Meet the Woo too. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, excited for the Alicia Keys album, um, but I've been working on some music, so I've been kind of out of out of hip hop. Yeah, 
I've been I've been listening to a lot of it. Been it's been making me write a lot. I've been doing an untitled. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing that. Have you been seeing that? It's just it's just I've just been writing untitled, and they've been coming out the best ever. And what I think happened is um, I made a lot of big life decisions recently, and it seems to have pulled me out of a funk that I was in, like a self inflicted funk. And my writing just kind of like came back and it's been like a lot of fun yeah. being able to just, and I send you probably 90% of everything, right? No, it, and that's what's so like refreshing about doing what I'm doing. Like I'm still listening to hip hop, like in the car, like I was cleaning the other day. I just put like, I told, Hey Siri, shuffle Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Hey, didn't do it. So he knows. Nice. We're, we're one. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm still listening to like the hits, but like I have not been like actively seeking new music. Right. So you should listen to Denzel Curry and Kenny yeah. Beats online. Yeah, I'm still listening to Zoo, if we're being honest. Oh but yeah. that's all I got to plug for music this week. Uh, I'm gonna end it with the with the writing prompt. Wait, if you're too impatient to listen to the whole Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats Unlocked, they have released the, the music video separately that were all in one yeah. video. Definitely check those out. Yeah, I saw that because I was wondering. I was like, damn, I thought that was 23 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, I saw they... They cut them all into short little music videos essentially for each track. It's beautiful. Yeah. Best piece of music this year. This year. It's only March. It, it, it'll be I don't know if it'll be number one. It'll it, be. It'll be. You remember time. when I told you Igor will be my number one? Yeah. I think it's kind of the same vibe with this one, where I played it, dude, every day for four weeks. Okay. I know I can't stop talking about it. I literally fun? can't, dude. What album? <laughs> Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats Unlocked. Okay. <laughs> All right. For the writing prompt this week, what does the term "power of persuasion" mean to you? Oh. And have you used it? Oh, it's my it's my entire life. Just story. ask us if we're virgins. Yes, we've used it. <laughs> In in the most elementary sense of it, yeah. Like that's literally what the whole world is built on: capitalism, everything, socialism. It's everything is the power of persuasion. I would like to think it's actually. I think it's a more American sort of. I think it's very embedded in us, especially with things like marketing and advertising being blasted in our face all the time. Americans, the power of persuasion, the forty-eight laws of power. If you haven't heard of that book, talks a lot about that. How to meet friends and influence people. There are dozens and dozens of these like art, art, art authors. I was fucking trying to say artists. These authors who make books about this sort of stuff. It's using your charm and your wit and your ability to manipulate words and the sound and tone of your voice, Jake, to get yeah, people and, to agree with what you're saying and, it, and get what you want. Yeah, and it's not even... Some people could have taken what you said like to use it in a negative way. Yeah, like, like you're a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can use it in my aspect. Sales, I mean, literally the power of persuasion, you do it all day, like on a subconscious level, out of selfishness or not, it doesn't have to be selfishness. It can even be like just self preservation. That's how you naturally act. Is, don't, don't you feel better buying something if you feel happy leaving the store? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, like sometimes I've met a good enough salesman where I'm just in a, they put me in such a good mood where I buy like, the fucking socks that yeah. the shoe guy wants to sell me. Like, I'll, I'll put the extra 12 bucks in his pocket, in his commission, because he made me feel good purchasing it. That is an, uh, an example of the power of persuasion as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very, but I think it's a very much like an American thing. Because it, and it's a slippery slope, because if you know, like, you have that, like, you can just naturally, like, get somebody to do what you want. You can start taking advantage of it, and I think that's when, like, persuasion... Manipulation, manipulation is change. different yeah yeah but the people it's it's the same gift it's just right. how you choose to use the gift i right. think is it's like the force <laughs> okay don't make fun of the star wars nurse. Hey, it's like the force guys you know are it's you nothing gonna like use, that are you gonna use it for good or evil it's nothing like i that. always like that the sith lords could shoot lightning out of their hands yeah so that was pretty wild like, i always wanted to go sith who yeah who <laughs> <laughs> who in the writing said hey guys what if we just Made the had evil. lightning come out of his dick. And they said, well, we can't do that because we're going to sell to Disney. Um, but we can do it out of our fingertips. <laughs> Go watch Samuel L. Jackson get struck by lightning with his purple lightsaber. Yeah. I don't. Let's not get into that. Those prequels are bad. I, let's not get into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Easy, Star Wars. I want to get you those R2-D2 
jogger or the night night jogger. I looked at them. I'm glad I didn't get them. I should have got them for you. I liked them, but you not need them, mind. dude. They look good on you, man. I'm telling you, what's the what's the ratio over there? Are we checks over stripes or is it stripes over checks? Definitely. I'm trying to mix it up. There's some Asics in there. We're going to we're going to diversify. All right. This year. Well, just looking over there, there's a lot more Nike in there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Nike, Nike and Jordan. Anything else for him this week? No, oh, man. I'm really excited for what you're about to play. Yeah. Um, you picked the wrong song, but it's okay. Because I, I like that you picked a deep cut, so I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. No. Hey, you got anything? Nothing else for him? No. Stay tuned. No. Stay tuned. We may have some music I'm sorry that it, we took we took a bit of a break. Honestly, I just hadn't been feeling just it. Just not been much to talk about. No. And but, we weren't really excited to talk about these either. Yeah. So... But, it's good. We did an episode. Yeah, if you want to check this out, it's called Cat Piss featuring Lil Yachty. This is Lil, Lil Yachty has been on hip, Hooks, Lines, of Hip Hop all 2020. Yeah. Come on the show, Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty, give us an interview, bro. She said, It's just ODB incarnate. Cat Piss. Go to Yachty's part. Guys, this is a different ending for you guys. Hey. Come on the show, Yachty. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see